Trivia question for you, Connor. Already? All right, straight in. Trivia. Whoa, trivia. I, I need to prepare myself. Fast trivia. So, uh, there's a question you're probably not going to get right. But okay. fuck it. Let's ask it anyways. All right, all right, all right. All right. How many stories, yeah. not episodes, stories, okay. have the Daleks appeared in? Oh, wow. So, so we're obviously not in... So, say like, Star on Earth Journeys, and that would be one story. That's one. Okay, so there's one in season one. Yeah, but uh, the entirety of Doctor Who. Classic as well. I can't do the no, classic. No, but just, I don't know, just try and, think, get, try and get a number. Just try and see what we can do. Oh, fucking hell. Yeah. I, I could probably guess for New Who, but with classics, I'd probably... It's got to be over 50. Over 50? Ah, uh, no, your... that sounds like too much. Really? All right, I, I, oh, okay, hang on. No. I'll give you two guesses. All right. So the first one, right. and then we'll, we'll take it from there. All right, 50. Very close. Very close. Okay. Uh, Very close. I'm going to say... Out. 54. No, lower, lower, lower. So under 50. Okay. I'm going to say 42. Uh, by Chris Hibnall? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, no, no, between 42 and 50. 48. Oh, very 49. close. 49? No. Nope. 47. Yeah, there Oy! we go. Okay. 47. That's a lot. Mm-hmm, it is. That's that. Well, there was like Dalek Mania in the '60s where they like rocked up all the time. That Definitely. doesn't include the Peter Cushing movies as well. So. so, do you think they'll do like uh, in Shooty's era? They'll do like a uh, the 50th Dalek special. Do you think anyone even knows it would be that? Well, uh, in shoot, no, no, their one 50th know. story. Their hey, 50th. Let's send Russell an email. Let him so, know. Hey, I don't know if you know this. I just found this out just then. <laughs> but if you do two more stories. Did you say 47? 47, yeah. So okay, if you do two more stories, 50. the next one will be the 50th Dalek story. And look, I'm free to write Go it. Go big. If you're, if you're looking, you know. Could you imagine if you wrote an episode? Yeah, I could. And I think it would be really bad. I think we could do a good job. Whenever I try and think of like individual episodes that I'd write, like I've got arcs I'd love to do, but whenever I think of like individual stories, I'm just like, God, this is so shit. Like, this is horse shit. It's so funny. Like, I was at a... Um, I was at an 18th birthday party on Saturday and someone was like, Woo. would you ever write an episode of Doctor Who? And I was like, I got a great story, but I won't bore you. <laughs> I was like, don't get me started on it. Don't get me started. I've told Dylan my stories. I've told him about how I want to do some stories and stuff. But, yeah. you know, yeah. I think like every, like almost everyone in Doctor Who that makes like fan Doctor Who, yeah. we, I think we all think that our idea is like the, fucking great. You should do this one. And then you pitch it to someone and it's like, was it Xavier who told us that someone wrote like a fan Star Trek script and they actually made it? I mm. think that's awesome. Well, that like, I don't know. I feel like that happens with, does it happen with Big Finish? I don't know. I know there's definitely like They'll a- They'll pick up any they do like a comp- that sent to their junk mailbox. <laughs> they like, do a, oh, this would be good. They do a competition once a year where it's like fans can send okay, in, that's pretty cool. in a, a thing that, that one of them gets made. Um, that, that's actually pretty cool. Can you pick like the doctor and stuff to use? So it's like, I think you can only pick, uh, it, it was like up to Peter, but maybe now it might go up to Jody. That's once. pretty cool, actually. Um, but, so you can do that era. It was also that's limited. Cool. It was like a lot of the new Who companions you couldn't use. Mm. Um, and like new Who monsters you couldn't use. I can't remember. There yeah, was where's specifics. the Jenna Coleman um, voice alike? That's it. The voice impressionist. Did you hear? I just, I just remember now. Daleks. Uh, apparently, and I, I don't think there's any verified source online, but it's just like come up. Apparently, redesigning series fourteen. Mm-hmm. Thank God, because you don't like the bronze anymore. Or? No, I, I think they look great, but you it's got like it right there. You can't see it in the frame, but yeah. it's there. But you could, you could surely you a bit refreshing. Bit. I do play with it, <laughs> winky face. Yeah, Those... uh, yeah, no, no, yeah. I look. Are they? Do I believe they're gone forever? No, like they're probably just gonna be gone for 
maybe a few years, but then they'll probably show up in... How many, like, classic Daleks have we seen? Like, I'm sure... Yeah, they'll be back at some point. I'm sure they'll... I remember with uh, Chris Chibnall, he was using those that awful design for the Daleks, and then they bought in the bronze ones. They... You know that trash made one that was made of like scrap metal and shit? You know what? I fucking hate those ones. Don't hate it. Don't, I, so bad. I like it because they're just like... Like, we only saw one of those. And, and then, like... The updated, nice... We saw how versions. how the UK would make them. Like, yeah. they were like human-made Daleks after that. So it's like... And I feel like humans making Daleks would make them sleep. Man, Terry Nation's fucking turning in his grave right now. <laughs> Do you know, what I, you know what happened today? I was listening to the episode that we filmed last week for mm-hmm. clips. Mm-hmm. Um, and it finished and it automatically started playing uh, Resolution of the Daleks. What, our Revolution? Our, Not our review. the one after Revolution. Resolution? Revolution? No, it's, it's Resolution okay. and then it's Revolution of the Daleks. How many times am I going to get that name wrong? I think every single time. I think time. every single time I say it. Yeah, anyways, what was your point? It started playing and it sounds fucking awful. Yeah. I don't know what we were thinking back then. Dude. I remember thinking, this sounds dope. <sighs> It sounded terrible. And there's like that classic Zoom lag where like yeah. I ask you a question, you're like, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, all right, yeah. I'm like, I'm editing the old Anyway, episode. all right, yeah. It's like, it's this sort of shit. It's like, oh God. As we're slowly rolling out the old episodes that aren't available on YouTube onto YouTube, I like listen to little bits of them and I'm like, fuck me. Like we just, we come out with talking about this. I, it's like, so close. I don't know show. what was going on. Like the mm. mic is just... I know I changed mics like midway through the show. Actually, I've had... This is my third mic on the show. And it's not even mine. It's Dan's. Who I think forgot that he lent it to me. Win. So, Winning. Um, but it's... There are good bits. There's some bits in it that I'm like, okay, that aged well. Mm. Other bits that I'm like, this just sounds terrible. And we're just... Dickhead. We're, we're unbearable now. Like, back then, it Ooh. was even... Yikes. Do you think if we say thanks for 300 subscribers, they'll be like... You know, like you know, what, you know what subscriber trolls are. What, like when people say like, they like subscribe purposely to get you to a point, and then and they unsubscribe. Add on subs. Well, we're like a, we're a little bit over three hundred now. Three oh three. Thank you for three hundred. Three oh three. That's news mm. to me. Um, thank you for three hundred. It's great to have more people <laughs> watching and listening. <laughs> um, because, well, you know, for for a long time it was like when we were just on audio, which was up until about a year ago. You know, an average episode of the pod was getting like twenty listens. Um, Snowed in, and and like now it, it's so great to see. On average, you know, obviously we had episodes where we had had um, you know like Josh and Crispy on, which naturally we're going to do a bit better. But a few of our episodes that have just been us that have come out recently are still sort of getting really decent uh, yeah, views. They, they so, like us, so well, I'm and glad like, they stuck around. Thank you for all the love on the bonus video I made, which I had so much fun making. Mm-hmm. Um, I really love making it and it's just really nice to um that people enjoyed it. Like that's honestly the best thing ever. And surprisingly, all the comments were actually quite nice. I feel like we've had a good run with comments lately. Yeah. We had a of, bad run and now we've got a good run, I think. Oh, do, yeah, heading up to um Power the Doctor it was like Yeah. I'm toxic, send. Milk, I'm toxic. Milk. Yeah. Milk. I, <laughs> milk milk. You know that word milk? Yeah, the word <laughs> was, was just like, milk. Milk. <laughs> milk. Okay. That's good though. I like that milk. milk. Yeah, just no context milk. It makes you think, doesn't it? Like well, it does. I I was milk. so close to being like, can you operate a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> Had nothing to do, nothing, nothing in the clip 
We didn't mention milk once, or anything could relate to milk. It's not like we're talking about cows or something. Just milk, you know. <laughs> just, just milk. <laughs> Probably the best comment. It's great. I love I'm it. Ever gonna get I love milk? It. Um, so speaking of that, all that fun <laughs> bonus videos, podcast, our faces, our beautiful faces, mm-hmm. all that kind of thing. Uh, hit subscribe on the Fifty Cent Doctor Podcast YouTube channel. We want to get to five hundred by January first. That's the goal. We're yeah. on our way. The climb to five hundred starts now. Well, it started a few weeks ago, but it one hundred ninety-seven. One hundred ninety-seven to go, to go baby. Uh, yeah, and, and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Fifty Doctor. That's where you can interact with us. And there is a lot of interaction coming up on today's show, mm. isn't there, Connor? Oh, there's so much. So much. I, I, yeah, I was really blown away by how many people actually commented so yeah i mean can't get to all of them but we appreciate you for sending them in nevertheless today's episode is all focused on what connor children of earth that's right and we have all of your every single person that has ever watched children of earth apparently commented on this post we have all of your fan reactions to the episodes and we are going to run through a few of them scattered throughout the pod we're gonna we're gonna dish you a few little audience reviews uh, so we can get a gist of what the general public thinks. Yeah. We read through all of them. Even if we didn't read them, we appreciate it. I went. I read them all. I read all of them. I read them all. I liked quite a lot of them as well. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes same. I don't know if people know who I am. And I'm just like liking their tweets just and saying thank weirdo. you. And they're like, why are you saying thank you? Who are you? <laughs> uh, also on today's show, we have the latest Doctor Who casting rumor. And, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Yep. And what else, Connor? Uh, I need to go. <laughs> I can't read. Connor's gonna uh, have a look it, at the, the run sheet. Hear your no. thoughts oh, on Children of the Wonder review. Yes. Sorry, this is out. This is me. I need fucking glasses. No, I feel the same. So I like you put C for me to read this, and I'm like, yes. It says, um, I'm. I here's what we do in the future. Yep. You send me the run sheet before I come here. Very good idea. And then maybe I can read. It. Well, maybe I can print one for you. Like, like we can have a clipboard. Yeah, it's like when SNL goes wrong yeah. live on the air. You know, like you just have to keep running with it. You know. I'm gonna do a brief review for the Wonder. I'm gonna talk about why I want to review Pugh. that. Florence Pugh, baby. Um, and yeah, yeah, we're gonna give a brief little review for Wonder, it, the Wonder, in the mix of all this because um, it's a movie that I feel quite passionate about and want to talk about. Awesome. So. Without any further ado, it's time to play the theme room. The theme room. There you go, that wasn't good. 50-50-50. Yeah, so so it's worth saying that I like usually oh, obviously like uh, you throw me some ideas sometimes, but I like formulate the run the run sheet and stuff. And yes. So yeah. through that I tend to kind of steer the ship a little bit throughout the episode. And what we're working to try and do is kind of make it a bit more of a two-way street so it's not just me constantly blabbing the yeah. whole time. So I'm trying to get Connor involved in the in the run sheet and um, just running the throughout the, the show. You know what I mean? To so, clarify, I never thought that you spoke too much. I always do. Are you thinking that? Is that what you thought? Mate, I always think that. I'm always yeah. like, damn. This guy well, that's talk. what we do. That's, we, we are podcasters. We've got to talk. No, I, 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 <laughs> that's I, a good point. I don't. <laughs> if we didn't talk, it would be a pretty bad podcast. Yeah, dead air the whole hour and a bit. No, I, oh. I never leave and go. I feel like I should have. I feel like I wanted to say more. Right. Okay. Well, that's Unless good. I forget to say something, obviously. Yes. That's my own fault. All right? Mm-hmm. I Your myself fault. in the mirror and go, not again. Bad, Connor. Not again. <laughs> not again. <laughs> How you been? It's been uh, yeah. I feel like we're not we've not had a chat of like how you're going for a while. Yeah, so. right. I mean, you know, like the uh, yeah, life's been a bit hard at the moment. Mm-hmm. But you know, I did want to say that doing this show 
And like I said before, making that like bonus clip. Yep. It's been so good for my health, mm. my mental health, which is so important, you know, and doing an eclipse even is, uh, it's just really been helpful. And, um, yeah, obviously a lot, lot going on at the moment. Um, stuff that I can't really say. It's not really my story to tell, but you know, yeah, shit's been going on, but yeah, I did have something funny to say before I came here. Yeah. It's happened like 45 minutes ago. Hit me with some humor. Connor. All right. Just real quick. Real quick, baby. My mom and dad and my sister and my little nephew, George, they're mm-hmm. going away for a week in the caravan. Holiday. Wait, they're going you... away on holiday. Hold on. Were you not invited? No. Nah. <laughs> so they say, they say that I was, but I'm like, Jeez. well, someone's got to, someone's got to run the business when dad's away. Right. Which is unfortunately yeah. me. Short straw. Yeah. Um, yeah, literally. So, uh, yeah, they're going and I'm in my room. I'm, I'm like, it was like 30 minutes before you were coming. So I was like, okay, I'll have like a beer before I go. Mm-hmm. Start getting ready. And I literally like I stood up, and then mum's mum calls me. She's like, "Connor, can you come open this jar for me?" And I was like, "All right, just let me put on the shirt first And then she just walks in, and I was like, "All right, don't wait. It's fine." And she hands me this jar. It's like, it's like uh, it's like garlic all mushed together. So you don't right. have to buy garlic cloves. It's all like mushy garlic. But, ooh. I don't know if you know that. Do you know the most mushy garlic? Where like you don't have to buy garlic cloves. It's just like a, a, a jar gross. of mushy. Do you garlic. eat it like mash? Like mushy peas? Well, like you'd like, add it to like curries or like So it's like, a, it's like a spice. like a, Well, yeah, it's garlic. So it's like a... Well, yeah, like, you know, it's like it's like a paste. Like a garlic paste. Gotcha. Yes. Garlic paste is what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. And it, this motherfucker was hard to open. Normally, I'm like the jar king. Mm, veteran. So strong. And I'm like, I literally go to tell my mom, like, could you imagine if... And then it just went... And it fell... And it, it went fucking everywhere. <laughs> like, I mean everywhere. Like, all over my clothes, all over my wall. Oh, my God. It literally went everywhere. And I was so fucking mad. I was like, Mom, I literally just said, <laughs> give me one second. And then you just barge in. I was like, just give me... A, I said, just give me a minute. She's like, what'd she say? She was like... She was like Oh, that was well. That was stupid of you. And I was like, oh, yeah, I did it on purpose. You know, I, I did this on purpose. It literally fucking... I mean, like, like, like this much uh-huh. went... On like one of my hoodies, like good, and I was like, fantastic. So mm. I had to disinfect my whole room because mm. I'm really fine with that stuff. I was like, I was scrubbing, spraying it with like fucking Glen Twenty, mm-hmm. and then like it was all over my walls, all over my clothes. I was just like, this is just shit. Anyway, and like, look, everyone likes a bit of garlic, but it smells like shit. Yes, it does. And like it, when it lingers, and man, when before I cleaned my room, like started cleaning it up, like it, the the smell was like instantly there, and I was like opening fucking windows. I like turned on my extractor fan. I was like spraying like Glen Twenty mm-hmm. around, and I scrubbed that fucker. But, Do you um, have garlic yeah. bread often? Often, uh, here and there, I'd say, because like um, my girlfriend Nicole, she loves it, and um, I I also uh, I enjoy it, but I have it more because she likes it. Yeah, uh, we go to a lot of Italian restaurants and stuff. Yes, and and she, uh, the the one catch is makes your breath smell disgusting. Right, so yeah, it like, lingers. You know, we get back from the restaurant, maybe going for a kiss, and I'm like, no, Nick, you yeah. need to brush your teeth. You've had garlic bread. I don't even need to smell it to know. Even then, like even when you brush your teeth, like, I still feel like it kind of lingers it for lingers. a little bit. Like it's oh, garlic you could, bastards. You could like you could like brush your teeth for like ten minutes. And you I understand steal. where vampires come from. Yeah, is that the old myth? Yeah, you can't invite a vampire into your home. I just remembered, I might have told this on the show a long time ago, yeah. um, at, at the very start, but do you remember, I might have told this, uh, uh, during, uh, when season two was coming out of Doctor Who in 2006, 
Yeah. I was a wee boy in year two. Yeah. And I was like, I was writing Doctor Who stories. I mean, and really what I was doing was I was just rewriting the episode, but I was yeah. like, it's an original Aiden Green story, with, which with, sounds with, like what I would do as showrunner. The Aiden twist. There wasn't a twist. I, I, <laughs> I think I remember writing, I basically rewrote- No twist, folks. I basically rewrote Doomsday th- right. this one time. And, and instead of uh, Rose going into the void or like being teleported away, she was like flying through the air and she's like, no! And then, and then the void cut off and she just fell to the ground and they were like, oh, we saved the day. Now we'll just continue on our adventure. That was the Aiden twist. Anyways, um, th- this story... <laughs> Sorry. Uh, what's this got to do about garlic? Uh, again, I, that I was, was going to say, like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> bear with me. Uh, anyways. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> it really I'll has not a lot to do with garlic. I'll bear, I'll bear, I'll bear witness to this. <laughs> I, uh, so I, I like showed this to my teacher, right? And my teacher was... was uh, he'd always come in and talk to me about the new episode of Doctor Who. Mr. Okay. Gecko. Love that man. Don't know what he's up to these days, but... Uh, yeah, we'd always chat about it. Camouflaging. And- <laughs> you probably can't see him because he's... <laughs> we- we- That's probably why I haven't seen him because he's we- camouflaged. We- Such a dumb joke. Hey. We, um, so, so he was like, oh, you should read that out to the class. And I was like, oh, wow. Fuck what- yeah. My story. What a privilege. I'm going to read my Doctor Who story out to the class. Yeah. So I did. And obviously it's doomsday. There's Daleks and stuff. Yeah. And then I was like, and then the Daleks go, and then there's one guy, his name was Thomas. Oh, he, he stands up and he Tom. goes, he goes, Daleks, more like garlics. <laughs> <laughs> and then the whole class is like, ha, ha, And they're like, what an insult. And my teacher was like, Tom, get out. And that, then Tom was, was banned from the class throughout the rest of my story. Wow. Did you take that as an insult? That he no, I didn't. You, shout you know, I actually think I know. I just said everyone laughed then, but I, I think that's like the funny way to picture it. But I actually think in, in reality, it flopped. I, yeah, I think he said it, and everyone was like, "What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, Gar- garlic's not Daleks. Yeah, but. garlic is like my arch nemesis now, right? Because of that fucking right. jar of garlic, paste. and because it sounds like Daleks, and it sounds like Daleks. Mm. All right, I'm big mad. I love big my mum, but I was a bit like, come on. Connor is big what, mad. What do you what do you want from me here? Anyway, um, we're talking about Children of Earth today. Whoa, dude, he's on it. He's bringing. Was that, us that in. wasn't even in my transition, but no, I think it was going to be. No, I, well, not actually I, there yet. You've skipped. I, I missed. Oh shit. We have a casting room. With <laughs> nothing makes nothing makes transitions better than saying, "This is my transition." Now, Aiden, let's talk about this. It's like when you say something, you're like, how good was that segue? And you just immediately like interrupted the segue. That was a great segue. Um, no, we are going to watch you very quickly, but we'll just very quickly go through this little bit of spicy news. Is, is that like water from Star Wars? Yeah, is that water? On me! Uh, <laughs> Mind tricks don't work on me, uh, only money. Jedi. <laughs> was that good or bad? That's pretty close. Yeah? Yeah. Ani. He is... Uh, yeah, uh, racist stereotype. He is. Yeah, I discuss. <laughs> Does that make Jeez, me? George. Am I racist for for doing that now? I think. Well, like the audience aside, <laughs> let's see if you're cancelled. I was simply on, doing the voice on, of a character. Let's see if you're. Uh, yeah, I think that's okay. I, I yeah. don't. I don't see why impressions are bad unless it's. Okay. All right, Doctor Who. I could see that becoming like a dig in my own. Gr- yeah. <laughs> just, like, oh, right, anyway. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right, uh, <laughs> digging out his growth. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Doctor Who. Miriam Margul Margul Margul's Margulies Margul Margul. Yes, 
Fucking great start. Yeah, Doctor Who. Miriam Margot, the lady that's Professor Sprout from Harry Potter. Yes. Is set to appear in the 60th anniversary specials. This is a rumour. But anyways, let's see what TV Zone has to say about that. With David Tennant and Catherine Tate reprising their roles for the 60th anniversary, it has already they been are? confirmed that they will appear in three specials set to air in November 2023. The Sun. Okay, so this is through TV Zone, TV Zone reporting on The Sun. The Sun a is tonight reporting the Miriam that Miriam Margoles, Margole, yes... Is, is to appear in the 60th <laughs> anniversary me. specials. In an unknown role, the BBC declined to comment when approached by meat. TV Zone. That's what I'm going to Excuse me. I didn't know Beat the Meat was a woman, though. Well, all I can say, Connor, is two boys sat here, right? Mm-hmm. Two options. Very good Beat the Meat impressions. Beat the Meat! Beat the Meat! Beat the Meat! You just assumed it sounds like that, but now, every time I see that fucking... That little rat. Every <laughs> time I see rat. him, and by the way, when I say see him, I mean a pixel of a man probably in a bunny suit. Like the set pic. Yeah, literally, <laughs> where it's just like... <laughs> it actually looks really bad. <laughs> I love the photo. I know, uh, it's funny. I just love that photo. I Every time I I, I look at Beep the Beep, mm-hmm. I just think of that impression that you do. Beep the Beep! Beep the Beep! It's beep the Beep! These little guns. You have a thing. Beep the Beep! we uh, 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 Doctor Who is now under the rat at Disney Plus. We have a thing. Beep the, the meat. You mean the mouse? Beep the meat. Yeah. The rat. Beep the meat. Bit of a rat. He looks like a rat. Yeah, that was probably Bob Iger's like, decision. <laughs> Maybe it's like, hey guys, it's Beep the Meep. I'm Mickey Mouse. I'm Mouse Carver, Evil Corporation. I'm, I'm, I'm. Hey, we came in the budget, Doctor. Beep the meat. You think Bob Iger was reading Doctor Who comics as a kid, being like, <laughs> Beep the meat. It's so favorite. great. And he's like, Russell, please. Yeah, I never know. Involve my favourite character from the comics. <laughs> Beep the meat. It's the only way we'll give you funding. Yeah, literally, that's, that's probably the weird shit he does. He's like... I never noticed until I was watching someone report on Beep the Meep mm-hmm. on, on this casting thing. Um, Beep the Meep has a fucking pouch. And by the looks of it, he stores his gun in his pouch. Yeah, probably. And where then he whips it out it? and he goes, Beep the Meep! Where, where else are you going to put it, man? He goes, Beep, Beep, motherfucker! I can just tell Beat the Meat's gonna look so cute, and I already want to hug him. Like you already want your little plush toy. Yeah, oh, <laughs> dude, they are so. That's like the adipose where uh-huh. they, they literally put adipose on everything. Yeah, baby. Like adipose slippers, adipose plushies, mm-hmm. adipose. Correct. Ad- um, condoms. Na- that makes sense. Hit me up with some of those adipose. Yeah, man, that condoms, makes sense. Man. You know, that's, does it look like an adipose? Hell yeah, man. So it, it's just. A condom with a smile. I know they do lightsaber ones. How how do you know that? I I got told that. I never. Be the man. I don't use condoms. All right, so back on track here. Jeez. Uh, okay, so beep the meep. We 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 sort of the idea from the general public. Is that Miriam Margolol will, will voice Beep the Meep? What annoys me? You don't fucking... You put this in the notes. You don't check her fucking name before you start reading oh, man. it. Man, yeah. Look, it, it, look, she's a great British actress. She's hilarious. She She's very notorious for just going on, like, talk shows and, like, like BBC Breakfast and, like, swearing, like... Just chatting shit. She says, like, really, like, gnarly stuff. Have mm. you heard what she says? Um, I think she mentions, like, something a while ago. Her sex stories. Or the, I think... Isn't she a lesbian? Well, look, guys. 
<laughs> if you're gonna have a go at Connor for talking about his condom situation, yeah, <laughs> remember, fuck it. Miriam Margoloyles does it on BBC Breakfast. Ugh. That's what we must remember. Okay. Yeah, there are kids listening to that now. They are. Them. Yeah. I, I think, um, I think she's a great actress. I. This is the problem with the Doctor Who community, and I don't just mean the Doctor Who community. Are you sounding beef? Well, I can if you want. Beef, 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 beef. This is going to be such a bitch edit to clip. <laughs> I said that the wrong way around. It's going to be such clip, a bitch to clip. A bitch clip to edit. Yes. Um, what was I fucking saying now? I forgot. The problem with the Doctor Who oh, community. Oh, yeah. Not even just Doctor Who community. Um, everyone just loves to just go, oh, she's playing beat the meat. And I'm like, yeah. what evidence do you have to support this? We're but- assuming. Hey, you know There's what? no evidence, actually. It just takes one intern at the BBC to bring in... What's her name? Miriam. Miriam to Ma- be like, oh, Miriam, go this way to Boo Free. Oh, yeah. Voice and Beep the Meep. Yeah. Oh, my boyfriend watches Doctor Who. Hey, do you know Beep the Meep? And he goes, yeah. Hey, do you know Miriam McIntyre? <laughs> She's voicing... Beep, beep oh, the so meep. you're saying that rumours can spread like that? that yeah. Kind of thing. It's like the coronavirus. Like, it just... It spreads. It keeps spreading. Yeah, new variant. Do you think you're immune to the coronavirus? I don't... I feel like that's... I don't know. I, do I don't like, wanna... Do you think you're an Ellie? I'm an Ellie. Oh, yeah. Last of Us reference. There mm. we go. Uh, I January 15th. No, I, I don't think anyone's immune. I think it's naive to think that. But I, I think... I think that I have a strong immune system. And I think maybe that's... Because, I, I like, you know, I've been in a lot of situations where I, I really should have got it. <laughs> Well, I don't get sick often. Other than this year, actually. I've got sick quite often this year, which I don't like. Uh, Makes me all fucking mopey and miserable. Git. It's funny how... um, It's funny how, like, we try not to talk about COVID on the show, but I feel like we can't talk about children of Earth without mentioning COVID. What, why? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Did you not get that when you watched it? No, but really? it makes a lot of sense. It does. I understand the, the similarities. Shall we, shall we introduce children of Earth then? To clarify... Not anti-vax. No, no, you're... So what does that make you? Pro-sacrificing the kids? No. Man, what? I'm getting... This, if there's ever an episode where we get fucking cancelled, it'll be this one. This is it. Well, it's a Torchwood episode. Torchwood's MA15+. plus. Like, Sex. You're not, gonna, you're not gonna watch Torchwood and then watch our show and be like, they took things too far, you know? That's just... I, I think you're underestimating... <laughs> the internet right now yes. a little bit I probably am but hey you were fine with Torchwood doing this shit with the Torchwood of, of Doctor Who podcasts okay that's a good way um, it? we should put that on a uh, shirt chill <laughs> you just want more merch with the Torchwood more merch with the Torchwood of Doctor Who podcasts, podcasts. it really just flows by now $25 only money children of earth is the banner title of the third and penultimate series of the British science fiction television program Torchwood. I was about to say Doctor Who. First broadcast for five episodes on BBC... Excuse me. On BBC One from the 6th to the 10th of July, 2009. Do you know what that means, Connor? Yeah, day by day. Day by day. That's why I said with... Um, which, by the way, you shut down like there was no tomorrow. Mm. I was like, what if they did the three sixty specials leading up from the 20th, 23rd? No, 21st, 22nd, 23rd. And you're mm. like, what a ridiculous idea. And I'm like, well, Russell's done it in the past. Mm. Well, consider me um, wrong then. If, yeah. 
Well, no, I think it's actually a really... Sorry, I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> uh, I think it's actually a great idea and it's cool because it is set over five days and it actually feels like almost you are watching it as the days go by, mm. which is actually really cool. And I actually watched this over just a couple of days. Like I was, oh. I was so into this. Once like, you pop, you just can't stop. That's... There's, there's another joke there if you want to ever circle I, back to I don't condoms know. I, I don't know what you're going at. The series had a new... Pro- oh, we don't care about that. Uh, but it was all directed by Eros Lin, uh, who we know and love from many yes. of the best episodes of Doctor Who. And directed quite a lot of Broadchurch season one. That's along true. With James Strong, yeah. Directed all five parts of the of this series. He did, which is really cool. And um, what, a, what, a, what a director it is. Um, they got a, a few mix of writers there. Anyways, uh, the general premise. Connor, hit us. One sentence premise of Children of Earth. What is it? One sentence. Um, one day all the children stop. They say we are coming. We are uh, coming. Alien entity comes to Earth. Says they want 10% of the population of the children. Uh, torture gets blown up. Gets betrayed by the government. And they got to figure it out. That's it. That, that was it. Well, that's kind of like my spoiler phrase, hypnotist. Well, they're, yeah, they're. I mean, not like, like not like we're gonna. This series came out free. thirteen years ago, and they are yeah, currently I, on a I podcast to, talking about. I had to about. remind Kim that a lot because she was like, "Why are they using notes?" And I was like, "Kim, this came out in like 2010 or something." Was she actually like, "Why are they not using an iPad?" No. Um, at one point in episode two, uh, Lois hands uh, Reese like a ten-pound note. Which was like, right. we're the one who uses cards. And I was like, I was starting to re- regret uh, my choice of watching this with my partner. <laughs> Just a little bit. Did you I get to like, finish it with her? No. So we got to episode four and then I watched episode five and then we're going to watch episode five together again. Well, but, um, four and five, very grim. Oh God. That, we'll get yeah, to them. Yeah, it is. This is a, I'm just going to say, this is a, um, this is a heavy show to watch. So heavy, man. Like, I saw a lot of people saying on Twitter, they have to like, kind of prepare themselves to watch it. And you know what? Seriously, the last two episodes are... The darkest shit in Doctor Who. Yeah, man. It's really heavy. and um, Heavy, heavy. It's, uh, yeah. I don't know where you want to jump in and where you want to Well, start, um, maybe, but... I make, maybe I can just throw a few audio... Uh, sorry, bleh, audience reviews in there straight away. So just coming right off the bat, uh, we got good old mate Crispy Pro. I don't know why I'm Australian and good did an Australian night. accent. Trying to be Crispy Pro. It just sounds like a good... Um, Crispy Pro here. Has he come on once or twice? He's only been on once. Oh no, he sent in his video review for In the Frost of the Shire. Yeah, he anyway, did. go on. Uh, he said, best gosh damn tortured related content out there. Loved it. So very positive review there from King Chris. Short and sweet from Crispy Pro. My arch nemesis, Josh Snares. Oh God, the said, beef. When will it end? So much when beef. When will the feud end? It, dude, like, it's oof. Um, <laughs> I love that. Josh said, Joe. incredible piece of television. Best of the best. But by destroying the hub and killing off the majority of the cast, they made it impossible to return to the show to return the show to its initial concept. Children of Earth is the natural conclusion to Torchwood, and there's no going back. Yeah, that's so, true. So Torchwood Miracle Day not canon and confirmed. That's gonna be really interesting to rewatch. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I don't know what to expect there. Uh, yeah. Oh, mate, Dylan, friend of the show, Dad. says top top tier masterclass. Kian, I'm. Didn't he say... Didn't he reply? Yes. He, he did. Because last the, time he commented, I was like, Kian or Kian? And I didn't think he, he said Kian. It's, oh, no. Oh, fuck. I thought he said Kian. I'm going to run with Kian. I swear he said... Mm, I think Kian. he said Kian. Fuck. All right. Um, Kian or Kian? Send in a video response of who's right. <laughs> Just like one of the Google translates, like, yeah. Kian. Like... <laughs> Kian. Yeah, um, that always sounds so robotic. Either way, it's a cool name. I like the look of the name on paper. Kian. Yeah, I know Kian. Maybe it is Kian. 
Or is it a can? He says, dank, dark, shocking, mind-blowing. 10 out of 10. Is that our friend from America? No, I don't think so. Oh, no, that's uh, that's Chris. From Washington, D.C.? Is he from Washington, D.C.? No, I know. One There's from a guy Washington. from um, America. He, like, um, loves the show. He's like, he says he, he says we're his favorite Aussie... Oh, well, that's lovely to hear. Show. You know that? I no. I think he's called um, Oz Chris. Oh, yeah, is he, he American? No, he's in Australia. Nah. He's in Australia. Bro, he literally has Oz in his no, title. I know that. No, he, he's not, I don't think. Mm. I don't know, because he does like he does like a live stream. And mm. I commented on it once. And I was like, hey, boys. It was like, hey, 50%, my favorite Australian We'll find YouTubers. out. We'll fi- okay. Uh, Vinny. Queen oh, V. Vinny, we love Vinny. Heart. We love Vinny so much. God, it's just top tier, isn't it? We watched it in 2020, 2021, and I'd never seen it before. I sobbed. It really is peak television. I remember it being aired, but I was too young to watch it. I am pretty sure I remember it was received well then, and it holds up now, 100%. We'll go through a few more reviews later in the show. Can I just say quickly, I'm pretty sure Children of Earth was the first uh, torture series to be aired on BBC One. Because before yes, that, it was. One and Two was on... Free. I believe so. so. I, can, a, I can double check right this now. This was a huge deal for a show like Torture to be on BBC One on like a primetime slot. But apparently John Barrowman was salty that it was a that it was reduced to five episodes. Apparently he felt like it was like a stab in the back. Says a lot about that guy, don't I it? had this conversation <laughs> last night and um, I, by the way, I love this series. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I had this conversation like, and like, I know people are probably going to disagree with me and even I don't really like this point but I was like I wonder if what it would have been like if it was uh, seven days of the week. What do you mean? Like it was, it like was seven, seven episodes? episodes? So it would have been Monday to well, Sunday. Well I think this is this is so tight. This show there's no baggage there's no fat. That's, it's, that's what's good about it. And the you point, feel the intensity of the Yeah. Pressure. It's a pressure cooker scenario man. I just wanted and, more of it. And I think that's, Euros captures you know, that so well. Sorry Eros I always say his name wrong. Um, he captures it so well like um, just the the pressure building and sometimes the shaky cam borders on a little bit too much but there's something about it that I just I always love like I, I just think he does such a good job with this uh, throughout every episode building up the pressure making it really good just to uh, uh, it was BBC One wasn't it BBC One first time it was on BBC One season 2 was on BBC Two, two. and season 1 oh, was so on BBC three, three. Two, one. yeah it's every season they got upgraded to... can I just uh, can I ask you something um, yeah. did you watch this when it aired I think I was in England when it was airing and I don't think... I think it was on in the background one time when I was... Um, when I was, like, with my family. Mm. But I don't think I actually watched it when it aired. I couldn't tell you when I watched it. I don't have an opinion of when it first came out. Yeah, I watched it um, on, like... We have this thing called UK TV. Correct. This thing. This it's, channel. It's, <laughs> this thing. Don't know if anyone else has yeah. a thing called a it's, channel. It's, it's a thing it's, called a channel. Correct. Yeah, it's a channel in Australia. And... Um, we normally got like, it's fine. They would always air like Doctor Who seasons like, like a year later. Mm. It must have just been like a rights thing. But they they aired it a year after, and I recall watching it as like a kid, and being like, it was funny because like this season is so much more. Um, it's not like, uh, you know, the first couple of seasons really scared me because of the, like the scariness of like the aliens. In mm. this season, it, the the Kind of the true villain is the human race. Dude, the politics seems so real. It's a political show. It's a political it season, everything, which I should hate because I fucking hate that shit. But everything about I this don't. Is, is just 
so interesting. Like even even just like the way, you know, the aliens don't want the kids for slaves. They don't want them to like do do weird shit. It's literally because they're a drug for them. It's, and I think that was such an interesting it, and unique like plot point because then it's like these guys are villains. Like these guys are they just want to take our kids just for a fucking high. It's kind of um it's watching the last episode, I haven't had this in a while where I genuinely felt like like sick. Right, okay, yeah. Like actually like because um I don't want to linger on this point too much, but, and a lot of people said this, that, um, it's, it's very, it's very realistic. Like it's, it's not far from the truth at all. And I Mm -hmm. think that is the most shocking, scary and saddest part of it is that it is so realistic Mm. to on so many levels. I don't know if you want to go episode by episode. Obviously, well, I got shit to I, say about certain things. I think it's but. like hard to go episode by episode. Maybe we'll go like... I've got f- my scores. I don't know if you need them. But. I've got... We'll, we'll do scores. Okay. Um, where do you want to start? Because like? I feel like I want to jump into shit, but I don't know where maybe, to start. Maybe we, we start? just talk about one to three loosely. Like, okay, like we don't have to do episode by episode, but we'll... Because that's the stuff... It's not lighter, but four and five is when things take an, another direction. And there's lots of other stuff to talk about there. So, we'll just talk about so one to three. what Josh said about... Um, I think it's such an interesting... Uh, the, what they did in episode one is they really did say, like, this is not season one and two of Torchwood. Mm. The hub blown up for one Crazy. is a huge loss. Like, it's massive. Like, yeah. it, it like, it it really upset me as a kid because I love the hub. It upsets me now as an adult because I love the hub. But I'm mm. also like, wow, I respect the fucking cojones. The cojones. On RTD and the whole writing team to decide to do that because... In this whole season, you really do feel like Tortured is on, like on the run, yeah. And the fact they have to go to Tortured One to cool. uh, just and scavenge technology and like like laptops and shit, it's actually nuts. Um, I'm a sucker yeah. for for people. This kind of ends up moving into four and five, yeah. but but it's hard, you know. People being like the underdogs fighting against and questioning what people are told to do. Yeah, like my favorite bits in like the Harry Potter franchise is when the kids are fighting against like the like the politicians and, and 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 the school itself when when umbridge is in charge and it's like i love that when it's kids fighting for what's right fighting against like the their superiors who are telling them things and it's mm-hmm. the underdogs who are questioning what's being told and fighting back against it i love that kind of thing and that's like yeah. these first few episodes is like torchwood on the run and it's kind of got that vibe to it and then four or five i mean i i have this weird thing where when things i don't even it's not even wholesome but when when there's a crowd group experience i cry mm. like um i've i've watched just i like it'll just come up on facebook like uh the the midnight premiere reaction to endgame and and when all the characters come out at the end spoiler um and, and like everyone starts cheering i like cry watching that kind of thing mm. i don't know what it is it's like this wholesome world experience it just makes me tear up and and seeing is he called Andrew? Is that the policeman? This is once again in yeah. four and five. Yeah. But but when when all, he decides to take off the uniform, when all of the the suburban guys start fighting against um the the authorities and stuff, and and Andrew takes off his police mm. uniform, he's like, "Fuck it, let's go." Yeah. Like that kind of thing, like just just moves me. Like the, a group movement really moves me. It's um, yeah, man. You know, like uh, it sucks. I feel like I have so much to say, and I feel like I'm not gonna be able to say it all. Definitely. 
But I feel like this is such a unique piece of television. And, mm. like, this might be a cringe take. And I know a lot of people don't like the movie Joker. But mm. I really love it. Yeah. And when it, when I saw it, I was like, regardless if you agree with it or not, or if you like it or not, I just feel like it's a movie you should see. Mm-hmm. I feel the same way about this this series. I feel like... You, I've told my mum like a thousand times to watch it. She hasn't. But I'm <laughs> like, look, like this is just a piece of television, I think. That's why I wanted to show Kimmy. Like, I just generally think like this is such an interesting piece of TV. Mm. And I kept saying the whole way through, man, like, you know, RTD, the GOAT, like... He, and I know he doesn't write the whole thing, so credit to all the writers. Mm-hmm. Uh, quickly on that side note, where was Chimnall? Did he decide just not to produce this season? Or? Well, I don't know where he, he could Did have he been. Decide not to, do you know anything about that? I think maybe, because this, this is after series four. This is 2009, right? Um, so maybe it was just a thing where Russell was like, no, I, I want to take over here. Uh, I think, sorry to hijack this briefly. Yeah. Um, I, I think as well, what's interesting about this is it's from now on, Russell doesn't go back to doing anything episodic or, or anything long form. Like, I think the longest thing he does after this is Miracle Day, which is 10 episodes. Yeah. Because from then on, it's like years and years and It's a Sin, which are all like five, six episode miniseries. That's that, so and, true. and they're maybe not returning like, Maybe that's where I really shine almost. Well, like. well, there's, there's a comment on, well, there's a quote from him somewhere online. And, and he said like, Children of Earth was like, there's no going back. From, from that like this is the way forward for, for Torchwood and I, I kind of feel like it's the way forward for TV mm. because I think and I'm not saying Children of Earth started this off but there wasn't as many five to six episode dramas being made at the time I know there's a lot of comedies true, that actually, were yeah. for like six episode comedies but there wasn't you know like the well, bodyguard that's, that's normal that's normal because like the, they don't want to fund the whole budget of like a whole season when they do like the five to six episodes of like a comedy well, um, maybe but like sometimes where, with sometimes. these dramas it's like five or six episodes but they've got a far bigger budget than they would for, for like a 10 12 episode series but yeah it's like you know now now we always we have like the bodyguard like my policeman like all, all inside these man. inside Steve man inside man all these mini series have all sort of started to become more and more popular over the last like 10 I'm, years I'm like, telling you man it's the go RTD man kind of feel like Children of Earth wasn't I don't think it was the jumping point that launched it off, but I think it was like up there as, as at the beginning of that movement. It is. Um, I'm so proud of the one involved. I just love it. I love it, man. I think it's. Uh, I I just give me more reasons to love RTD. You know, like. <laughs> it, I, and what an exciting time to watch this, knowing that he's coming back, and like. Yeah. My poor girlfriend's ears when I was like. The goat. This like, is the guy that's and, making. And you know, like he did this. Like you know, I just generally think like you're right. Like by the way, my comment about the seven episodes. Like I don't even like I said. I don't even agree with my point. <laughs> I guess like I guess like I wanted more, but also at the same time, I love the intensity of it. Yeah. Uh, but you wanted more. I guess like in tiny little places, maybe like some things could have been fleshed out a little bit more. But again, it was the natural the natural pacing of the fact that there was no time mm. to to have yeah. seen like which is funny because like there are also like there are also scenes where like it's just a conversation in a room like when uh we haven't even spoke about Peter Capaldi yes with, oh uh, my Frobisher god talking to the four five six like there is like 10 minute scenes pretty much of just people listening to these two well this alien and this person just talk and I'm like it's crazy how like they are relying on the script right now which is mm. a which is it's such a hard thing to do because people can get bored so easily but like yeah. through the 
the lenses, the uh, the uh, the uh, contact lenses that Lois is wearing, and mm. like with the gang in like the classic Torchwood one, like it's just like oh man, like it's uh, but yeah, to see yeah. Cap in it, man, I thought I thought he was fucking great, man. Like I really I really thought he was great. I'm so glad him being in Fires Pompeii was like not a reason to not hire him from this job. I I think he's fantastic, and the he fact that great. he went on to do Doctor Who was like. It's There's also, awesome, you know. I want to let me fact check this, but James Moran, um, direct, uh, sorry, co-wrote episode three along with Russell. Yeah. And I'd like to fact check this, but I'm pretty sure James Moran wrote Pfizer Pompeii. Oh, I see. I think. Let me just find that for you. So yeah, Russell, why are you doing that? Russell writes episode one. Mm-hmm. He doesn't write episode two. He co-writes episode three. He doesn't write episode four. Yeah. Which is regarded as the best in people's opinion. Um, and then he writes episode five. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I, oh, man. Like, this... I just think we're so lucky to have this. Because they were like... Season one and two is such a... It's such a wacky-ass, like, sci-fi show that... Yeah. You know, look at look at day one. Episode mm-hmm. two of season one. Like, could you ever imagine... Yeah. That we'd see these characters in such a point? I mean, I feel like I have so much to say, but... Um, it's yeah. such a fucking dark show, man. Like it's just, it's it's scarily um, it's scarily real. Scarily like, real. I feel like, you know, Russell hates the government. And God bless him for it. I know he's always fighting them bastards, hey, isn't he? Those government scenes that you see in um, episode like four mm-hmm. is like it's scarily accurate. It all could happen. The way they the way they act, the way they say they have to um, handle the public, the way they fought like. I'm gonna say this once again, not anti vax, but the way they're like, we're gonna say that children get an inoculation. Yeah, the way it that was scary, man. They like, can tell us was, one thing, but they are actually doing another thing. It was scary, like it was actually scary. And, mm. and uh, another thing, sorry, I, I should let you talk. One more thing, sorry. sorry um, I'll, just, I'll just zip my mouth. Sorry, up. one more thing. I found like oh, there's that woman at the table, and she's like, I'm just gonna say it. We're all thinking, no one's so good. children here gets take. It's it's so. Uh, disgusting and true mm-hmm. and horrifying and it just makes you feel sick to your stomach mm-hmm. uh, anyway sorry go no on. you're fine that's what we're sorry, here for man. we're here to talk I, I feel like i could just talk about it for, we this could be a three hour long show man honestly I could talk about it for so fucking long uh james moran uh yeah so he wrote fires of pompeii and he also wrote sleeper uh which uh, if you remember from season two season two i think it was episode two and I, I really loved that episode. I, I gave it, I think, a higher score than maybe it was worth. But it, it, hey, you loved that episode. I did. I, I was just really moved by the end of it. So I wonder. I wonder if he was like, um, you know, we've worked with PCAP in the past. Like, he bring could him fit on. This character. Yeah. Well, it's interesting, and we'll get into the behind the scenes a little bit as well. But there, there were some casting things that didn't quite happen, and they had to change the plans for the scripts and and bring on a lot of new cast members and stuff like that. So um, it, I, I'm interested at what stage of the script that stuff happened, and they brought in. Like whether PCAP was brought in because they couldn't get a certain other actor, right? Um, that that was supposed to be in it, or, or other character, I should say. Um, but yeah, no, all very interesting. Episodes one to three, they're they're cool, like kind of definitely much tamer in the scheme of things. Seeing the lengths they go to to try and capture Jack, capture Jack, and and keep him from attacking or fighting back, I always thought was like kind of interesting. I, I I thought and then kind of I don't want to say fun because it's gross and. <laughs> And really fucked up, but 
Like it's sort of like, yeah, what happens if you blow Jack? Up? Yeah, it's the body bag is like moving like. Oh, dude! Oh, and there's that, that disgusting when he, <sighs> when he's like all ripped apart and bleeding. Yeah, yeah. It's just like his skeleton screaming. Ah, oh. um, I, I did think early in Children of Earth, Yanto was slightly sidelined, mm-hmm. but then you know, come three and four, he, he's back in, in the forefront and and goes out with a bang. Yeah, my only, my only like mild negative, mm-hmm. because I gotta say this is all fantastic television. Uh, my only slight negative is, and I don't know whether I know that this wouldn't have had the biggest budget in the world. Mm-hmm. There is so so the score, right? I think in one to three, the score I thought just felt like we were reusing a lot of stuff. Four and five. Beautiful, beautiful stuff. It was just like, I'm coming on a tractor. Here he comes on a tractor. Here he comes on a tractor. That is literally how it was made. Yeah, you do hear the classic. It was like, quick, they're coming for us. Yeah, Here he comes on a tractor. Yeah, Jack's running. He's running. All right, let's go. And then like, ah, thank God that's over. Oh no, the kids are talking again. Yeah, literally like, what do we put in this scene? I'll just chuck in the tractor score. Yeah, but but it got <laughs> to the point as well where and, and once again, like I maybe they only could afford like a day or two recording um the score. With the Wells Orchestra. Yeah, so so I understand that. But but so some of the score, I don't know if you noticed, but like it would just like fade out and not naturally. Like it would just like get to they'd use the score for the bit of the scene they need, but as they were coming out, they would just like in the sound mix or whatever, they just faded out rather than like bringing the score to a to a conclusion or, or disguising the fade out right, or anything okay. like that. I was always like, I, I could just see like someone, not that they edit on fucking DaVinci or Premiere or Final Cut, but yeah. someone on one of those softwares just being like, and crossfade sound out at yeah. the end there. And it, it just felt really cheap to me that. Okay. But that was such a minor, 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 minor negative. Um, and it's not at all impacting my enjoyment from the show or the scores that I'm going to give out. Yeah, okay. So if we're talking about one to three, mm-hmm. um, episode one, I found like really thrilling, like throws you into it. Like it really does go like, this is not your season one and two. Yeah. This isn't your parents tortured, mm-hmm. as they say, the meme. Well, the children's stuff is scary, I think. Like, oh man, it's such we a- We are coming. Do you think, um, do you think, uh, was this Russell's idea? I feel like he's the, what, the like goat. the five episode thing or, or no, the, the actual concept. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, he's oh, showrunner. So, oh, do I have to say anything more? He's so good. Do dude. I have to say anything more? Like, you know it's how, a fucking amazing idea. You know how Moffat's always like, oh, what scares me? I'll make a story about that. But who asked Russell's Lewis? Like, who asked Lewis? Ru- you know, yeah, his was, son. You know that's how he got the um, the world nothing time idea. Yeah, the black hole and the. He's like, I my like, son told me that I should do this and I made it. So I like the like, idea uh, of Russell being like, oh, what scares me? Children. Children. <laughs> children are scary, man. Like, yeah. Especially when they're all scary. chanting. Yeah, how, that's such a great idea. How good is every single cliffhanger in this? It's oh, like man, the best Doctor Who cliffhangers. So good. We are coming back. Back. We are here. Dude, it is, um, it is like chilling. It is mm. great. I think in episode one, they... they uh, I think Yanto's family stuff was handled mm. great with his sister. Uh, the husband is fucking hilarious. You know what's yeah. so funny? Like, when he's naked in, on the bed. This series is like 
it's so dark, but I swear there is so much good humor in it. Yeah, there is. That yeah. made me laugh so fucking hard. But it's, it's really well crazy, balanced. But it's so well balanced because there's like, so many fucking funny scenes. One to three are, are definitely at the episodes that have the humor, and then four and five are very much like, okay, no, like <laughs> this is high stake stuff. But even like even in like the final scene when Jack's leaving, it's like Gwen gives him back the vortex manipulator, and it's like, and he's like. <laughs> Dude, it's so funny. It's like, I got you a new strap. And Reese is like, that cost me 50 quid. <laughs> it's like, charge me. It just, I just laugh so hard. Like, there's such good humor in it. But like, for a dark story. I love... But yeah. When they're on the run and they sit down... Was it Lois? The the girl's name? Yeah, it's like... Infiltrate? I think it ate, Yeah. yeah Dude, Reese down, is so good. They're being like so serious, chatting. And like, okay, we need to do this. We need to do that. And Reese is like, guys, just... I can't... Yeah. We've got... Yeah. No money. <laughs> and... We got it. You know, no, we, we need to eat. Yeah, we yeah, need to eat. Yeah. C- could you could you help us? And literally, like, it started. And he plays it so serious. Yeah. That at first, I was like, is this a joke? Or is, is this... And I was like, oh, this is this is like a piss take like yeah. from from the writers yeah it's yeah it's it's very very good yeah it's 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 great man like i i thought all the family stuff was handled really well mm. um well what, what do you think stuff. of of jack's daughter because oh wow man it's yeah she's it's, obviously not in she's never referenced before no. i don't think so it, it was i think you can easily look at it and be like oh why wasn't she in season one and two yeah. but i think season one and two are all about the mystery of jack hartness and and you'd never get to see his private life dude i completely agree and this is the season you finally do i completely agree yeah i think you can easily say that but oh. i also think like you know the whole point is that he's lived such a massive life that there is stuff like this correct um yeah i found it um yeah it was just like it's crazy and the way that it ends and knowing the way it ends with the sacrificing of the grandson mm-hmm. and the way that uh, he has to call him uncle jack because it's like one day he will grow up and realize that he's not aging yeah um we do meet that woman in um season one i think it's episode f- four episode four with the fairies episode he was five. like episode five like he was married to her yeah i was when i first watched it, was like is there a connection there i don't think there is no, but i was like look you're, but, you know the man's lived a, a massive life a good thing about the season though I really do think they, uh, you know, Jack's such a dick. And I think this season really does address that. And yeah. even to the extent where he's like, I'm going to, I'm going to go. Mm. He literally says something like, it's kind of like a person you hate. It's like, okay, at least they're acknowledging that they're, like he it's says it. something like, oh, a lot of mud to like go off my shoes. Yeah. Cause he, Rianto's dead. Um, you know, Tosh, Owen, um, mm. they mentioned Susie, which I thought was really nice. Um, yeah. and then like, yeah, the, the blood of his own grandson on his hands is, um, yeah, I'm skipping to the end again, but yeah, no, that's, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, I, I thought, cause I've been pretty critical of, of Bowman's performances in season one and two. I always thought they overact. I actually thought he did a, a good job. This is the this best season. they've all been. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Dude, They're all good. So great. I'd man. love though. Like I hate that the show was kind of always marketed as the Captain Jack show mm. because it really isn't. Like Man, Gwen Eve is Miles the focal is so, point. She's so good in it. Like, she, she's so great in it. Throughout I think every she's season, fantastic. Like she was so great in in Children of Earth. Like amazing. Like so best good. performance, honestly. And like she's pregnant. She's oh, got that kid. Yeah, it was very good. Very good. Yeah. Uh, I you could see it all coming from a mile off. That that um. Uh, what's his name? Ah, oh, what Reese was Reese, gonna yeah. was gonna get pissed that Jack knew before. He knew before me. Yeah, classic. I guess like the hat she scans that other thing, and then I guess Jack putting the hand on her, and it yeah. scans a bomb. Bit convenient, but 
Here he comes on a tractor. I can survive anything. You can't. Go, go. Yeah. I'm going to say one more thing about one to three. Love them. I think episode two is my least favorite. When I say least favorite, by the way, I still love it. Why is that? I the third act got a little bit too silly for me. I don't mind Jack getting sealed in concrete. It's fine. I think actually, you know what? It's a pretty smart place to put a guy who can't die. Mm. Um, what I didn't like and I thought was a bit silly was Yanto on a fucking <laughs> like a machine that somehow two like like tongs almost go into the side of a wall. And conveniently pull Don't question out it. a thing of the wall with Jack inside it. And, and, and it's they, solid concrete as solid well, concrete, we should say. Very heavy. And they happen to be just near a cliff where they could purposely throw Jack out. And then Jack comes out looking pretty perfect, by the way, considering he's been... A lot of ass. In, yeah, it, it wouldn't be a season of torture <laughs> if we didn't see John Barrowman's fucking ass. All right, um, and that's what the crew said as well. <laughs> oh, no. uh, okay, so... Fuck, what was it? I can't remember. <laughs> Uh, credit to the to the actor, like the stunt double, that just had to get ploughed with like fake no. concrete, the fake cement that got yeah. poured on him. Hey man, they're they're uh, working class men. Mm. Yeah, no, great. Honestly, um, so great, so fantastic. Missing out on a lot of stuff, obviously, but mm. um, yeah, great. Uh, yeah, so are we gonna give our scores from one to three? Yeah, let's do one to three scores right, right now, baby. Get my phone out now, baby. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna list mine off. Go. Uh, 10, 10, 10. You're joking. <laughs> Wait, are you serious? Yeah. You're joking. Yeah, I think it's great. 10. 10, 10, 10. You're joking. Are you giving it 10, 10, 10, 10, 10? I literally finished the show and I went, so that's you, a 10 out of 10 show. So, so, you, so every you, episode needs to be a 10. To so be your a 10 score out of 10 is going to be 100. Percent, a hundred percent at the end. Okay, ten out of ten. All right, here's someone who didn't take the piss from doing their scores. <laughs> I didn't. I like think it's me. great. I couldn't fault it. Yeah. Other than the here he comes on a tractor thing. Oh fucking hell! Now you make me sound like a dick because I was so I was so partic- You know how long I took to make this. All right, episode <laughs> one, I gave it an eight. Okay. Out of ten. Yep. Episode two, I gave a seven point five out of ten. Wow, you really hate this. Uh, no, I, I fucking love it. Uh, episode three, I gave an eight out of ten. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and you have to wait for the other two. Yeah, okay. I feel like I love it more than I'm giving credit. It's your eight's dumb still ass, very high. It's your dumbass ten out of ten that scare me. Uh, fuck. Well, you know what, Connor? I think that this is the best story in Doctor Who world. I agree. I think it's the best thing that Doctor Who ever now made. My scores not gonna. And and that's why I thought for me it oh, justified scores are meaningless. Scores are meaningless too. Clearly, we do it for it's all it's all some form of clickbait somehow. Is I don't know, man. I what? Continue. Continue. Well, no. Why don't you lead us into what we're going to do next on the show? Because we'll take a little bit of a break between of episodes course. three and four. Okay. All right, guys. This is, this is SNL live. Connor's all reading right. the script. Okay, everyone. Uh, <laughs> get ready for. Oh, Aiden. See. <laughs> Hey, you saw a film recently starring Florence Pugh. I did. What's her name? Florence Pugh. Great. All right. And uh, yeah, you saw The Wonder, which I believe got um, uploaded to Disney Plus. Netflix. Just continue what you're... Okay. Okay. Go uh, say, fuck, this is so bad. I can't even do it. You'll get, we'll get the hang of it, yeah, all right? He, we'll get used can to you it. Can you send me this before? You need your own clickboard. We need a... Yeah, we'll Literally, I'd out. walk in the fucking studio and he's like, all right, read this. I'm like, uh, uh, 
I was like, okay. can I need you to run and a show I've today? I've forgotten every cue. <laughs> That's that fine. I, we That's need fine. one of those. We need one of those like a teleprompter. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um. I also love like when you were introducing this. You're like, all right, guys. So now we're going to, and you read it like you were actually reading like a line that I'd written for you to read. Yeah, you know, like it, this is the most scripted show ever. That's it is. why Aiden, Fake. Aiden leads half of the show on right. the Khan Room Four. Whenever Connor, and if you don't understand, whenever that Connor goes, you're a dumbass. Yeah, you know, last week you're like, ooh. Uh, you make people sound like you don't know that statement. That's like not what I dumb. said. All right, you the wonder, the wonder, this motherfucker. Uh, so it's had a limited theatrical uh, release and is on Netflix pretty much everywhere. That I think. means they didn't show it in Perth. No, there is some showings in Perth actually. Oh, okay, fuck. But uh, yeah, no, I watched it on Netflix. I, and look, it, it's not. You know, I understand that there's not a lot of crossover probably within this fandom to the people that are naturally going to watch The Wonder. But what's really important to me and Connor is is not this is this is definitely by no means is a small film. Florence Pugh is the star. You know, there's Toby Jones is in it. There's oh um the Dobby the, um, and the and the Dream Lord and the Dream Lord. Yeah, I love him. He's so good. It's definitely like got a big budget, but it's still you know. I just feel very passionate about supporting this kind of thing versus supporting the, uh, you know, the the big things that get millions and millions of dollars that far little thought has gone into the creation of those things to to these things. So that's why it's important, I think, for both of us to, to talk yeah. about these kind of stories. Yeah. Um, and, and The Wonder, it's a film about, it's a young girl has, she started fasting, right? And apparently she's not eaten in four months. So Florence Pugh is a nurse and she has been brought over to to monitor this girl and keep watch over this girl um, because there's no way that this person couldn't have eaten for four Fast months. Fast right? and don't eat. Yeah, not eating at all But you just months. drink water. I, I assume she drank water. Yeah. I think you can live on just water for three months. Well, yeah. Either way, Florence Pugh's got called in and brought in. This is a period piece, I should say, by the way. It's like late 1800s or early 1900s. And, and she's called in to sort of yeah, like prove that this is true. And she's like, there's no way that this is true. And, and I thought this was a, a fucking excellent movie, man. I, I think um, th- there's so much work put into it, like production wise. It, it looks stunning. The performances, Florence Pugh is the actor of our generation. She's going to be around for like until we're old, you know. Yeah, like, she's great, man. She, well, mostly picks great films. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, the the young girl she acts with most of the time in the movie is also really good. Um, and, I, and I thought like, it's got this really great, it questions what we believe in as as humans because the fasting is to do with religion and and, and well, so the most kids, religions require fasting. I know it's not sort of do. that specific without without spoiling it, but yeah. but it, it all ties into her religion and yeah. because this kid has a belief in their religion uh, and and Florence Pugh has a belief in in fact in terms of. This kid cannot be alive after four months of not eating. Like she's like, there, there has got to be something wrong. Like she, she must have been fed, and you're just not telling us. You must want like the money from the media or, or whatever from it. And and so she's there just trying to figure that out. But but it is a film about about story and, and how our stories literally shape us, and, and the stories that we believe are what shape us. So the stories of of Christianity and things like that is what mm. you believe in. And it it is just so interesting, I, I think. And it was a weird one to watch because I felt like I watched it and I was like, yeah, this is good. Like, and I wasn't blown away. And it ended and I was like, wow, I was really moved by that. I'm going to go to bed. And and then like I woke up in the morning and I was like, fuck, that was amazing. And I've literally not 
there's not like half an hour throughout today that I've not stopped thinking about this movie. Like some movies hit you like that, man. It's interesting. Mm. There's just or a lot it takes to digest. A or something sometimes. There's so definitely stuff like... to rewatch in there. there yeah. There's an element of this movie that, and I think it's there to serve as a reminder that what you are watching is a story. I don't want to spoil the intro and the outro to this movie because it is, it's not a spoiler, but I, I just think it is better to witness without knowing. Um, but let's just say that the film wants to remind you that what you are watching is a story. Right. Okay. So, so there is this whole theme of, of stories and yeah, stories are what we believe in and they're what make you do the actions that you do. Mm. Um, and I think it just had, had so much substance and I, and I hope it, it gets a lot of love out there. It's on Netflix. So I think it will get a decent, a lot of people will come across it and watch it, especially with Florence Pugh. Yeah. Uh, headlining it. But, um, G- do you mind if I say real quick? Yeah, go for if it. If you're done. Uh, yeah. Uh, just really quick. Um, I have one episode left of uh, Gamero del Toro's Cabinet of Curiosities. Yeah, you've told me about this a lot. Yeah. And I'm going to watch it when I go home. Cool. I'm so excited because it's got Andrew Lincoln in it, who cool. I fucking love. Well, can, can you pitch the show? Like, what's uh, the show well, about? Well, yeah, I was, I was getting to that. Oh, fuck. I'm, I'll just shut the fuck <laughs> up. All right. I'll just shut the fuck up. I was actually about to say that. Yeah. So it's actually really sick. It's like every episode is a different writer and director <laughs> and a different story, different cast. It's great. And uh, I just think it's like sometimes like I kind of hate the trash that Netflix like pushes out. Mm. But sometimes you get like rare gems. Like I think this is... And by the way, it's nowhere near perfect. Like they definitely have a lot of the stories that can sometimes struggle with, um, you know, being the like the hour mark almost like it's sometimes they're a little bit longer sometimes a little bit shorter but like you know you can definitely tell like some of the stories struggle being like quite small right like they're a little like, rushed a little bit rushed okay, yeah. yeah but i think there is so much unique cast in it like eric andre andrew lincoln um uh, rupert grin like there's so much like cool, cool it's like the most bizarre cast altogether. And like, but they're all in separate stories mm-hmm. and it's just great. Like I, I generally like, I love the idea of it. I'm every time I watch an episode, even if I don't love it, I'm like, you know, I pray this gets a second season. Cause not only that, like it also gives, it's what Del Toro is so great about. Like, it's like given opportunities to like writers and directors that he really loves. That's cool. And I love that. You know, the, the episode I watched, uh, just last night. Oh man, it's like there's some like bizarre shit in it. Like it's it's wacky, it's gory, it's crazy, and you kind of have to like see it to believe it almost. Interesting. But anyway, the um the last episode, which I'm gonna watch when I go home, Andy Lincoln's in it. Uh, it is the uh, I always forget her name, which I hate. The uh, Babadook director. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I always forget her name. Oh, Su- is it Susan? Is it's, it an S? It's something. I always fucking forget it. I'll get it up. She's excellent it. director. And uh, the main actress from the Babadook is in it, and she plays oh, awesome. Andrew Lincoln's wife, which is uh, that's great. I know what's so great about this show is like you literally can, like you literally can just chuck on an episode. Like if you didn't want to watch the whole show, you literally just could chuck on mm. this episode. And is it what's the name? Sorry. The Babadook is written and directed by Jennifer Kent and that's starring Essie Davis. Yes, so that's that's like. He's in it, and uh, every episode starts with uh, an introduction by Gamera del Toro. Really? Okay, so that's lovely, curious. Man. Like he comes out the dark, and he opens up the cabinet. And he always pulls something out, and he always ends it by putting down like a clay figure. It's like, and this, 
Tonight's Tale was directed by, and he says the director, and it, like, it actually gives credit to, like... That's very cool. It's I like, like that. When do you ever hear a show, it's like, and this is direct, like, this piece of art is directed by, even if it's good or not. And by the way, there are episodes that I didn't really care for, like, I think Rupert Grint was great in his episode, but the story was not really my thing. Yep. Uh, but, um... Yeah, but in, in an anthology series, that's always going to happen, it, right? Like it is, yeah. Certain ones will, will uh, you know, certain themes in, in episodes exactly. will, will draw to you yeah, more than it will others. Than, yeah, it, it just kind of sounds like the first episode, I think, has a really cool story, but the ending is, like, terrible, <laughs> uh, which is weird, because they chose to put it in the first the mm. first one to watch. But uh, anyway, I watched all of them, and I just think generally, like, it's really great that, you know, I love Del Toro for the fact that he, like, does this and produces this and wants to create something like this and uh like even the fact that he like jennifer kent like you know that we love rain in this show don't we i was literally about to say dude like i think it rains on thursdays when we record like to clarify perth is like it's thursday time to rain we're on the 17th of november all right it's christmas in a month in like a month have you noticed it's kind of like a bit it's been a bit Dude, this is global warming all over the... Yeah, like, this is global fucking warming. Literally, like, I, I get snapshots of me up in, like, high 30 degree weather, like, sat by the pool from, from you know, Snapchat memories, like, from a year ago, uh, two years ago. Mm. Like, usually we are warming up, like, th- this is... And it is, you know, it's definitely warmer than it was two months ago, but it, it's... Dude, this, like, it should not be raining as much as it has this it, November. It can be, like, I'm wearing, like, I'm wearing, like, jumpers and beanies to work. Yeah, right. today I was like cutting shit outside like timbers and stuff and like I had to like do like rain breaks mm. like it was raining I had to fix a fucking hole in the roof because it was raining it's like you know we get through winter doing this show and in the background all you can hear is rain and rain and rain yeah. and it's like summer's when the audio is meant to sound good I- but no good 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 it's meant to s- that was a good <laughs> that was a good good oh my German good. I can't do it again good was it good you know what's crazy like I know, like, we're going to get to a point when we film in here and it is, like, an oven. Yeah. It is, like, an oven in here. And then, we can't have the the, the AC on because Aiden is a... Well, the sound you can hear. You're, it. A, you're a respectful producer. That's it, man. I do my thing. You know what I just changed my bio to on Instagram today? What? Co-host and producer. Wow. Of the 50%.2 wow. podcast. You know, I, I thought, you know what? We're producers of the okay. show. Like, it's just you and me. We're independent. Well, we we got to do it, man. Huzzah! Anyway, Aiden, we got to at least... That was terrible. Bro. That was a really bad high five. Yeah! There we go. Yeah, baby! Aiden, the last two episodes two of more. Torture, which... Wait, there's two more? Are the, yeah, they're the best. I so. only watched the first three. You forgot? Ah. Uh. What? Your 10 out of 10 scores were just for the first three? Wow. Aiden. No, you silly. I watched them. I watched all five of them. Oh, you're going to get some scores Bad up. Bitches. No, yes. I'll, I'll cover up the air. No, that's by cool. Going, hey, it's me, Connor. No, so just what we're going to do... tell you that... Oh, you actually got something? I've got something. Yeah, okay. Oh, cool. Sorry. So let's Sorry. review... <laughs> Damn, the booze is hitting us tonight. <laughs> a bit hard. Uh, let's let let's jump back over onto Twitter to read a few more of our audience. Our lovely, lovely audience's responses then now that's what i call comedy podcast regular we, we love, love jacob. jacob we miss jacob King. feel like i've not heard from jacob for a little bit King. jacob says jack is an absolute dick in this one especially at the end capaldi is the goat as usual uh ray wait before you before you um go yes. away from jacob's review uh vinnie put out a post saying on twitter saying like what what person now that doctor who has an insane budget we'd like to see in doctor who like guest jacob guest star 
Jacob said The Rock, and I commented, I hope not, I can't stand The Rock. Yeah, so and do Jacob I. said something like, oh, you know, like, it could happen. And I didn't send this, but I wanted to send this. <laughs> From The Rock. Is that The Rock saying that? Yeah. <laughs> but I love Jacob, and I was like, it's funny, but I don't want to hurt the guy's feelings. Cause so I meant instead, a, you'll put it on a. On no, a, on a I meant it. Now I can say, I meant it, I meant it as a joke because I love Jacob, but yeah. I was like, I can't send that on a tweet because I might get the wrong idea. Right. Ray says, just finished a rewatch last night. It holds up. Gave me the same emotions as it did before. Luckily, I couldn't remember everything so that probably helped I actually there was a lot of things in this series that I was like fuck I do not remember that and was like like just every twist and, and turn there was three things I knew going into this that I remembered well four the children one was Torchwood was gonna get blown up two was uh, the, ch- the one children. of the cliffhangers is we are coming back because I've always thought that was just a great cliffhanger uh, two was that Yanto dies yeah and three well, the children I've Dude, that mouth went out the window with the gin. Uh, and, and the children. For, well, I remember the children, but the nah, children I'm goes just, into that clip. I'm cliffhanger. sorry. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> four. Fuck, what was four? Four. <laughs> Dude, come on. This is a miserable Wait, episode. By the way, do you think they rewatched it because of us? Probably not. It's probably let's, a coincidence. Let's, let's tweet them. Let's say no one cares about our show that much. Connor. Do you think anyone? I think someone. Someone. Re, I think Jacob rewatches. I don't. Know, That's I, why I he's believe, the best fan. We've had a few emails over the years that have said, "Oh, I've been rewatching with you guys." And, and emails. Stuff, so. I get a couple of emails. I yeah, usually send them to you. But you sent me one from the US. Well, I've I definitely heard from a few different people like they've rewatched it along with us. Cheers. Huzzah! Um, oh there, no, there was a tweet pretty recently I sent to you that someone said that. Anyways. Um, I don't remember that, sorry. Reese Dell says, a brilliant piece of television, but far, far too dark for my likings. Andrew... I think has- that's an interesting take, by the way, because um, I can see this show being a bit too much for people. I do, and I, and I, I understand that. I, I don't think that should detract from how good it is, but uh, but I do understand why no, some people def- will be yeah. turned off watching it, and, it, and it, it's just not for them, and, uh, and I can respect I that. I think uh, I kind of got that vibe from my partner a little bit. Really? Okay. Mm. It's fucking grim. And we're going to get so. into it, it very soon. Is. It actually is. Uh, Andrew Hasai says, the very Hassan best of Piker. Torchwood. Also the darkest in tone. Ryan says, Ryan genuinely Sinclair. one of the best. Don't you dare. Um, Ryan says, genuinely one of the best pieces of television genuinely I've ever seen. I think it's the best pieces of television you know, I've ever seen. But the thing is, you can say that right now, right? Whilst I'm talking. But on the audio, when people are listening, it's just like we're talking over each other. And it's but just I muffled. Doing, I was doing the Ryan thing. I know, but no one can hear it because I'm also trying to fucking right, talk. Right, sorry. Go. <laughs> I'm removing producer from your Instagram. But no. <laughs> Ryan says, genuinely one of the best pieces of television I've ever seen. <laughs> You're Trump I now. I think it's very difficult to look at it. piece of television I've ever seen. And think I'm otherwise. Sorry. It's the uh, best thing I've ever seen. No, okay, let me finish reading this. Go. Everyone does an amazing job and the writing is airtight. I agree. Also, yeah. the emotional beats and twists get me every time. It's generally, genuinely gripping. I'm going to read one more and then we're going to take a break. Uh... Luke Oliver says, starts very well indeed, but goes too dark. I'm aware fans mostly love this one, but I think the darkness is unwarranted. It's there purely to make the viewer uncomfortable, not to tell a story. Doesn't suit mainstream telly. Personally prefer, dare I say it, Miracle Day. I actually really do disagree with that. That's a crazy take. Um, I, I, I can understand it's not for them, and I really do, but I, I think it's a disservice to the show to say 
that that they didn't do it for story reasons because for me the reason this show works so well is because the story is so pinpoint it's so gonna, airtight I thought you were going to say because they said Miracle Day is better <laughs> well that is not the best well, take in the world but <laughs> we don't know we haven't rewatched it we no, might feel the best like season. it's the best season but I mean this is the only season to compete with in terms of good quality torture <laughs> yeah pretty much that's that's what kind of makes me laugh and everyone's like the best season I'm like well what were we kind of going well, off? Like, one was trash, two was a bit better. And yeah, then literally. And then, and amazing. Then, yeah, amazing. And then four is... I've only, I've only seen it once, I think, Miracle Day. Dylan says Doggy Doo Doo. That's what I kind of say. Doggy says. Yeah, I've watched it once. Yeah. All right, so... I rewatched the final with you right there in your house. Did we? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I have no memory of that. <laughs> All my memories of Aiden. Just Episodes gone. four and five. We talked about a few bits of it already. Mm-hmm. Dark, dark stuff. It's when the decisions start to get made of how the human race is going to work with the 456. Yeah. We just found out that Jack gave off some kids to, to these aliens in the past. We found out that it's their drugs. We have we found see out... the child as well, which is... Ooh, grim. Dude, when that... Literally all I could think when they were like, okay, send the cameraman in to film to film what's in there. There's another life form in, in with the 456. The free heartbeats. All I could think was like, fuck me. That cameraman did not sign up for that shit. Like if I was there filming, yeah. imagine me like, Aiden, we just need to do a live stream for this, for this fucking political thing. I'm like, sure. And yeah. then they're like, okay, go on in there. I'd be like, fuck I get, that I shit. I get that argument because again, Kim said that, but I was like, you know, I was like, he's probably a soldier. Like he's probably like, a soldier who's like okay, yeah, I'll go yeah actually, film because it's part of my duty because probably right uh, someone says to him like um you know well done for doing this and he's like it's all right mom like he kind of anyway i'm i'm talking about to say a children tv show it's an adult tv show but anyway i'm probably reading too much into it but yeah that reveal is haunting which reveal well the seeing the child yeah the reveal of them being a hit is even more haunting actually mm. it's just it, yeah it, it's uh, russell's got a dark mind when he wants to man but um it is good I, I think the dark stuff i is yeah it's definitely uncomfortable at times but i don't think it's ever like I, for me and i understand why it is for other people mm-hmm. but for me it never made me uncomfortable like i don't need this this is this is stupid like for me it was always it, I, I felt like it was always challenging me you know? Yeah. I think it's a good way to put it. That's such a good way of putting it, actually. Like, it is a challenging series. Like, it's like, it's not, it's not a casual watch. Like, you have to, your morals, you, you experience your own morals and, and, you know, we don't have children, but no. you, we are someone's children and we know how well loved we are. I was born. I can confirm. I, you scare me so much putting that glass on your laptop and just grabbing your phone. You're, you're a brave motherfucker. What? Just, because you, it's like the glasses on your laptop and your phone's here and you go, we fine, this is an old Mac. Just, the old Mac, yeah. No, but um, seriously, I mean, what can I say? It's a fucking, I think it's fucking great. Like, I guess like if we're talking flaws, um, I love Reese and... Um, he's in the back. He's in the back, yeah. Mm. I mean, like, I guess like, you know, I understand that uh, you're going to want to give like Yanto more screen time. But when, when I was a kid, I remember thinking, like, it's so cool because, like, Reese is kind of part tortured now. I didn't mm-hmm. really feel that this time around. It's kind of like he is just kind of, like, getting dragged along. Yeah, he's on for the ride. Well, Yanto's death. Uh, what, what about your thoughts on that? I think that that was amazing. Mm. I, I think the way it was handled, that Jack was going to live through it, I, I thought was a tragic thing. It sounds like something Moffat would write because Moffat writes these love tragedies really well. 
Um, I, I thought that was great and the performances were fantastic. I also think that what was a good move was I think the the trend, and this has been a thing for a while, especially with streaming shows, which obviously this wasn't a streaming show, but just in, in the way that TV has evolved recently, it is, it's all about giving you the best cliffhanger possible. Right. Right. And And so I honestly feel like if this was being made not by Russell, but by like maybe another good creative... Um, on another network, I think that this episode could have ended with Yanto dying on the floor. Episode ends. Mm. Great ending, right? You'd be keen for the next episode. The All emotions the would have got to you. Morgue. Well, but before that, yeah, you know, like so. So I'm just saying. I feel like this episode could have ended yeah. with literally the moment Yanto died, and then that's the end of the episode, right? I think so many so many TV shows do that these days, where you see someone die. It's the last scene. And then the next episode deals with the mourning process. Yeah. I actually think it's way more impactful the way they did it in Children of Earth, where you actually get like five, ten minutes after Yanto died. And that's when the mourning process actually kicks in, when you see him with the bodies in the morgue yeah. and they're crying over him. Because when he dies, that's when you're sad. You're not so sad the next week, or at least you're not as sad the next week when they're mourning him in the show, like it's the next day for them. I think it was great that they gave it an extra five or ten minutes after he actually died. Mm. to to have scenes where like I, I didn't cry but I was genuinely like like fuck like I, this is this is good yeah I got close I mm. I think um you know it's so sudden I think that's what's so I remember I remember watching it for the first time being like like what mm. like that is I think the most heartbreaking line is when like Jack's like we need to get you out of here and and yeah and I was like it's just it's too late like mm. I'm dying. And like, in, he says that line again, it's like, I can survive anything, but you can't. And he says that in episode one. And mm. uh, I think, again, the the balls they had this season, and even the balls they had in Torchwood to just like, they had this crew and they they kill them all off. It's pretty ballsy. Like, they like, know that they've just killed off half the cast in season two. And then two. Jack leaves at the end. So like, it literally is like, the fact that like, a season four happened, like, I can see fans being like, that's the end. Like, mm. I guess, like... Because Jack leaves and it's just Gwen. It's like, who again, I agree, is like the main character. So it kind of makes sense that she lives. But, mm. you know, like, it's such a, it's a, a very unique show in the sense where like, you know, the, 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 they weren't scared to kill off the, uh, the cast, you know? And you know, yeah, I, I've heard a lot of people say as well, which is really nice that this, uh, this season three of Children of Earth is, uh, it's, it treats Yanto's character so much better because, again, if we're talking about season one, he is, like, in the background. Like, Definitely, yeah. And even two, like, he doesn't really do anything. Uh, you know, and I've heard that, like, it really helps with the um, the big finish stories, which I've heard are really great with him and Jack. So I heard that that's great and Children of Earth really helped with that. But yeah, man, like, his death is, like, you, you really feel it and, like, this is a very intense show that you just, you know, you don't you don't sleep on it, you know, like, it's, it's a very intense show. Episode five, Aiden. Whoa, that's Sorry. an episode. Sorry, I just getting back in my seat you, after you our said, break. You said you wanted me to start it, so yeah, well, good job. Episode five, Aiden's where everything comes to a halt. A halt. I'd say it ramps the fuck up in episode Sorry, five. Let's start that again. <laughs> we'll, we'll go, I'll stand right. up a little bit. And... Episode five, Aiden. <sighs> yeah, that's uh, where everything. Connor, I was still standing. I. Oh, sorry. Did you mean to... I was just redoing the bit what, that we... You, yeah, but you said... Yeah, I know. But I was, I was oh, we were redoing... It. Dude, this is like even the Daleks. Um, so I no. was redoing the bit. <laughs> yeah, the episode just... It's like full steam ahead. Everything goes 
crazy. Um, mm-hmm. Frobisher kills himself. We're not talking enough about wife, Capaldi. He's so good. Kids. Dude, that, Dude. that sequence where you, you see when he goes and talks to the Prime Minister and the Prime Minister doesn't look at him and he's like, you know, we, we're going to send your kids. And Frobisher's like, so that's that's what you're going to tell them, but they're not actually going to get sent. He's no, like, they are. No, they are. And and yeah, and you can see Capaldi, he goes, and then you see, like when he goes and he says goodbye to his, was it his secretary, like secretary or someone that worked yeah, with him? Yeah. And you can tell that she's like, oh, fuck. Like he's well, about to kill herself. She gets the gun. And uh, by the way, I love the reveal that she works with Lois to actually frame the Prime Minister. Very good little switcheroo. Can I just say... Everyone that they hired, Nick Briggs is in it. Nick Briggs is a, is a cast member. What the fuck? As Nick Briggs. Everyone they hired. Well, not hired. as Nick Briggs. Well, yeah. But not as a dog. I'm a big fish. What am I doing here? <laughs> <laughs> I write Doctor Who stories. Hey, did someone say they want some audios? <laughs> yeah, I do the dog voice. <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> what am I doing here? <laughs> Why are you pulling your eyes like... You're pulling your eyes like... <laughs> <laughs> Nick Briggs plays Nick Briggs. Yeah, great. Great Aiden. Great. Did somebody want some David Tennant? Yeah. <laughs> I I voice the Daleks and the Cybermen. What am I doing here? Right. <laughs> I was just I was just trying to say. I was trying to say that everyone they hired casting wise to be like a political I'm just gonna say I don't say this word a lot. Anyone they great now I got to beep it. Anyone they hired to be a political beep. Oh, thanks. Was so perfectly cast. You can just tell they're all like the person who got to play the prime minister uh, did a perfect job of playing the most slimy, most unlikable, mm. just horrible person that I think I've ever seen in my life. Great job, whoever you are. It's like such a yeah, they did such a great job. Yeah, Frobisher killing his family is nuts. Um, the whole thing about you know scamming the uh, prime minister who's an absolute dog and yeah man it's mm-hmm. sad man like you're right andy annie uh you know ditching the police gear to like end of the day like i think he did it when annie ditched his police gear to go join the people so good it really is like such a great example of how end of the day your job is just your job like you are still a human being at the end of the mm. day and it just showed that so well uh-huh. and uh i like how gwen went to the uh to yanto's sister's house and she was like not really believing her and the the husband's like it's got, 10 quid each dude there's so much good humor in, in good. yeah it's a it's um all right and jack sacrificing his grandson Duh. that that's a huge thing yeah that that it, uh, that was the fourth thing that i remembered about the show you know i kind oh, of it's finally back back. it's finally come back to me uh was that yeah he, he sacrificed his grandson glasses of gin and he soda oh, all the wines are for it sorry uh, yeah, I, I thought that was extremely moving. Um, what a performance from... Sorry, I wish I knew the, the actor's name who who played his, his daughter. And also I thought Barrowman actually yeah. and, was really good. You know, I, Sorry, guys. I, I was saying earlier that this is his best performance in Torchwood, I think. And, and it's because it's a more subtle performance. He doesn't overact the scenes where he he's just still, but you read his emotion. And I think that's more Definitely. powerful than in season one and two when he's like, Adam, you shouldn't have done that. Uh, Clay. Is it Clay? Clay? Is it Clay? Is it Clay? Clay. Is that his brother? No, his brother, yeah. Clay. 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 God, that that whole storyline can can suck me, honestly. I I fucking hate it. Mm. Yeah, anyway, this is... um, And it ends with Jack just, like, shooting himself up into a star. Yeah. um, Bye, Gwen. Yeah. uh, 
Oh, by the way, one of the things I... You know, they, they have reasons for everything. Like, I remember thinking, like, why would the soldiers agree to this? And then they literally have the reason. It's like, any soldier who doesn't comply, kids would be taken. And I'm yeah. like, okay, that makes total sense. You and could... You could see this happening and it is scary Literally, and awful. Literally, in COVID times, there was the whole thing. It's like, if you don't get your vaccine, then you're not allowed to work. That that sort of whole thing that it, happens. So Yeah, there's massive parallels about... There is. And, and it's so realistic as what uh, as to what could happen. And I'm not saying that there was any foul play or anything within the governments about COVID. Like, we don't know what was going on there. I'm alive and I appreciate that. Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. But I, yeah. but hypothetically, in a, in a more negative scenario where 10% of the child population could leave or could be taken off to be drugs it feels real and that there's natural parallels there you kind of just say as well like um the children that they take i think this is so heartbreaking the children that they take are like oh, disadvantaged yeah. uh, uh seen as like you know the people who won't grow up to be doctors and like uh nurses and people who are gonna you know actually contribute to society well, always shit me so much watching this as a kid. By the way, I shouldn't have been watching this as a kid. Like, I couldn't comprehend it. Mm-hmm. But I was never a smart kid. Like, I was always in the lowest of the low. You're like, oh, fuck, man, I'm gone. And, but, no, seriously, though, like, watching this show, I was generally, like, heartbroken because I knew if this really happened. I would be fucking taken. Right. I would have been taken. And it was... Um, as someone who was not academically smart, it was just hard to realize. But there'd be no podcast. No, maybe from space with my fucking with your mask on. <laughs> I'm drugs. All right. Are we all drugs? In the I'm end? a drug. I'm a drug. Um, okay, so four and five. I'm gonna give them a ten. You're a fuck. And right. a ten. What You're are you gonna give them, Connor? I am giving episode nine. Sorry, episode four, four. and nine. Yep. And episode five and eight point five. Wow! So not a single ten out of ten for this this season for you. I think it's great. I think it's great. But not I, ten out of ten. Great. Look, I love that we do scores, but don't take that as my bro. I'm I know taking... Aiden is literally doing the math right now. To sorry, it's not a hundred percent. No, I love. I I genuinely seriously, I genuinely think this is an amazing piece of television. I love Frosty Davis so much. I love him with all my heart. Okay. Um, I think it's an amazing piece of television. I feel like we're going to be like out of 10, probably like 8.5 of my score, if that's what you're asking me. You think your average score is an 8.5 out of 10? Oh God, now you make me feel bad about not giving it a high score. No, you're allowed to give whatever scores you want to give, my friend. Is Aiden, giving like, is, is Aiden not giving a fuck anymore about scores? Your average score is 8.2 out of 10. How's that sound? See, I kind of disagree with that. Well... That is your average score based off of the five scores no, you've no, given. No, Mine I'm, is obviously I'm, 10, as I've I'm, given I'm 10 for all that, them. I'm saying that I... Uh, that sucks I gave it that. I would, if honestly, I'd probably give the whole season like a 9 out of 10. For a second, I thought you were like, I disagree with math as a principle. No, I, I agree <laughs> with the math. I'm saying like, maybe I should have been kinder. But, you know, no, obviously I, like, I have my issues with it, but they're not big. 8.2 is still, still an amazing score. Yeah, there's so much um, amazing just performances throughout the whole show so much stuff that i just really really adored about it um and yeah it, it, it's so incredible it, it's a shame that it is so dark that it's like you gotta be in you gotta be ready to watch this you know like it's not yeah. like heaven set where it's like a 10 out of 10 but you can just put it on any day of the week you know like this mm. is like a 10 out of 10 but like gee whiz like you you gotta be ready for this kind of heavy shit you know well, it's actually like you know 
I've been putting off filming this video. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I've been putting off filming this video where I listen to the OST and and review it. But the reason why I've been putting it off is that like that score brings out so much emotions in me and I know if I'm having a bad day the being sad. I will it will not be fun because I'll be like <laughs> so, Okay, this, okay, clearly this is not the time it this is not the time to bring up emotional shit. No, get emotional. Aiden's like, oh, on, no, I already did. No, I like, I like, I like it when we can move people. Move. Is me. that why you went? Oh, I didn't know you were getting proper emotional. I'm sorry. Um, I'm, that was insensitive nah, of, that was of myself. That, that was a cheer. Like, oh, yeah, that was it. Well, no, that was that was good. Emotional roller coaster. <laughs> no, I just saying. Like, I have to like uh, something about that score is so close to my heart that I have to like emotionally prepare myself to listen to it. There right. are just there are some particular tracks. Madame de Pompadour. Madame de Pompadour gets which, me every time, bro. Which even sober, I would probably crack a fucking tear. You know, mm-hmm. there is just some stuff that is just, and it's such. By the way, it's such a uh, testament. Is that the right word? Yes. To the artist. Mm-hmm. To the artist, like Murray Gold and RTD and everyone involved in like this kind of stuff, that you can like li- I can literally listen to a score and be so moved by it. Mm. My yes sounded very feisty there. Did you pick up on that? I mean, like a little bit, but I'm not gonna be like. I know you don't mean it like that. Like, yes. Yeah. yeah. It's yes. like it's like yeah. It's like la- last yeah. week on the show that there was a bit where yeah. I was saying something about like. Yeah, I was like, oh, I saw Macamore on the weekend. Connor like interrupted, and then I like turned it back around, and I genuinely didn't mean to sound like such a cuck, like I did sound like. But um, yeah, I sound like a real sassy. But you know, bitch. How, you know how sometimes when like your friends say something, you're like, they clearly didn't mean to say it, say it like that. Yeah. It's fine. Like yeah. I, I've done that so many times. All right. Well. You know what we're going to do? Just before we wrap up, Connor, let's... More, more beep the meep talk, surely. Beep the meep! Dude, that took up way too beep much of our time. That's going to be the hardest clip to edit ever. No, uh, what I want to do is very quick. It's a short segment, but I thought let's do it for old time's sake. Let's talk about behind the scenes. Oh my God. We haven't got some ages. And even when you read the, uh, do the fan I can't believe you, you fucking to... talked over the sting. That is... We sit here in silence and we praise the sting. Okay, now I just, okay. you know, I just said that Aiden, I can see when they're, you know, misspoke. I don't feel like that right now. I feel, oh, right, you can replay it. Behind the scenes. Uh, okay, behind the scenes is the segment where we talk about some behind the scenes facts from the episode or episodes since this is a series. But there's only one or two there's major things. One or two major things I want to talk about from this is that Freema Agumim was supposed to appear as main cast. What? However, had to be written out due to conflicts with her because uh, she was shooting Law and Order UK at the time. Um, so then RTD uh, pushed for a cameo in episode one and he wrote like a scene or two for her in episode one. But automatically... Uh, Ultimately, that fell through. God, you can tell I've had too many drinks. I can't. Do you know what's crazy? I actually, now you say, I do remember hearing that. That, man, it would have been so good with Freema. So we don't really know, like, the original plan when she was main cast, what she would have done. Would she be. They mentioned her in episode one. Yeah, they did. Would she have been working closer with Torchwood or would she have replaced Unit in the politics stuff? And she was sort of our, our audience's sort of point of view in that never, I, I, do, you, do you ever think that maybe instead of sorry was it Lois 
the oh. instead of Lois, maybe that role oh. was a little bit more integrated with That's Martha. That's a good point. You know what? The more that the older I get, the more I love Freema and the more I Amazing. love Martha. Like I genuinely love her as a character. There is this stupid rumor going on right now, which might not be stupid that Martha's coming back, but whatever. I've not seen anything on that, but I'd love it. I did. Um, yeah, I, I just, I love her character. So that, that would have been amazing Very to good. make an amazing season. Even more amazing. I'm sorry, I didn't give it a 10 out of 10, but mm. I still loved it. Right. Yeah, that, that sucks. Um, Fuck. The other thing... Who cares about Lord Order UK? Where's that right now? Look at Children of Earth. I understand she probably wanted to do different things, but I'm mad at you, Freema, though I love you. Well, she probably signed her, her Lord and Order contract before Children of Earth, maybe. I don't know. Maybe yeah, she just wanted yeah, to do And if she different. tried to cancel it, she would get some Lord and Order. Uh, get it, lawyers, because they... Yep. Okay, uh, the, the other thing that I want to say about this is similar to that. Um, and two years ago, this would have been, sounded amazing, but now it's a little bit like, oh, shall I even read this? Uh, but apparently, in an unknown capacity, Noel Clark was also supposed to have a pretty decent-sized role in, in this. We don't know exactly Are how much. Are you joking? Yeah, apparently. So when, when Mickey and Martha leave at the end of Journey's End with Jack... That was sort of supposed to set no up way. where Children of Earth okay, was going to go. Okay, I did know that. Yeah. So, um, You're joking. Yeah. Interesting stuff. And yeah, I wonder what the series would have looked like. I, and and it, it's funny because... Sorry, this uh, season is so different because it's like... It's three characters plus plus um, Reese that we know. And then there's so many supporting characters. And I was reading that apparently a lot of those supporting characters were only made because Martha and Mickey couldn't come back. To do it, so so it is interesting All to right, know when the show was cancellation like aside of non Clark, I would have loved to have seen that. Like, like back in the day, that like would have been that, a, would have, that would have slapped so far. But at hard. least now we can watch it without sort of having every scene be like, oh fuck. Well, Jack is in pretty much every scene. Okay, so uh, ten out of tens all round for me on Children of Earth. Connor hated it and only gave it an eight point two overall. Clearly hated it. Connor, mate, what's in store next week? Oh, he doesn't even know. Oh, oh it's uh, Green Death. The Green Death. Which you started, didn't you? I've watched the first three out of six parts. Oh, more classic who? Fuck me. What? I have to mention prayer myself for this. No, but bro. Green Death. No, I love John John Pertway. <laughs> this is my second time Just watching to this. Dylan. this. I is love my... John Pertway. Stop fucking talking over me. I'm not. It's fine in person, but on audio it I'm sounds not. horrific. I'm not. I was talking before, technically. No, you weren't. <laughs> The Green Fucking Death is a Aiden Green Death. John Pertwee. Pertway. The third adductor. And Joe Grant, played by Katie Manning. Katie Manning. Katie Manning. Uh, yeah, it, it's them. It's the season finale of season 10. A great season of Cast of Doctor Who, okay. one of my favorites. Okay. Uh, six parts, 25 minutes long each. If you haven't watched it, I actually really recommend watching it because I, I do think it is a really fucking good story. Well, I, I, oh, that's kind of spoiling next week, but I, I think it really is worth watching it. I I also suggested this, didn't I? I was like, hey, Green Death. You saw you saw a scene. I saw the said, ending. <laughs> yeah, you saw the end. <laughs> I was like, no, but this looks cool. And like, you know, I was like, hey, yeah, last time it didn't go well because of the two doctors. Do you see what Josh commented on Instagram? They said that, uh, you know... Oh, I tried to. Uh, it's like no, I didn't want to warn you about the uh, the two doctors, right? And <laughs> two doctors, but like, oh yeah, it was like you know the classic. I said on the show when they were on that I want to watch two doctors. Mm-hmm. So I just stay quiet, stay quiet. But uh, yeah, we we went straight into that trap. 
We went. Oh, so Josh was saying like they didn't warn us about it. Yeah. So like, yeah, it was like it was like, uh, yeah, it's like the classic. I want to watch two doctors, and like you know, they knew that it was shit. <laughs> it was just hilarious. I just, I just loved that. Anyway, Christ and a bike. My last. Thank God it's your last drink. Because you, you can't even. I'm you. I'm wrapping up the show. I'm doing it. All right, go you're on. too pissed for the show. No, you are. This is the first time Doctor Who history. Connor's too pissed to finish the no, show. No, no, don't say that. Surely, Connor, Connor's off the off the. Are you serious? Are you joking? I'm gonna raise my hands up with a questionable. No, don't, don't say that because mm. now everyone's gonna be like, "Yeah, actually, true." No, well, everyone can see you're fine. You know, if you're too pissed for the show, you'd be like, "Hey guys, it's like Nick Briggs." <laughs> How is that Nick Briggs? Because you did the same. Yo, yeah, because you threw yourself on the floor. Okay, <laughs> that looked like it hurt. To be fair, yeah, uh, for our audio listeners, my impression of, of Connor Briggs. being drunk is the same as my impression Connor of Nick, and Nick Briggs, Nick Briggs yeah. bringing in audios. Yeah, this is why you shouldn't listen on audio devices. You should watch the footage. And that's the end of our show. Guys, a little bit of a loosey-goosey, loosey-goosey-doosey-woosey one. Um, but hey, that's what we're here for. That's part of the 50% podcast way, correct? Where can they find us on Twitter and Instagram, Connor? At 50Doctor. You can watch our uh, faces. faces. Oh. On YouTube at the Fifty Cent Doctor Who podcast YouTube channel, Green Death next week. Uh, I really recommend watching it. If not, we'll still make it a fun time for us because we're stupid and get drunk and we do it for you. <laughs> and get us to five hundred subscribers by January first, please. We're Thanks. starting that hashtag uh, fifty five hundred for fifty percent. No hashtag five hundred percent podcast. Okay, well you know what it rolls off the tongue better. Okay, what you know what this is, again produce on the show. This motherfucker controls everything. Great. It's Aiden's and, and Connor's podcast. They're doing Doctor Who reviews. Aiden wants to end the show. You know why I want to end this fucking show? Because we were recording for nearly two hours and there's so much stuff to edit in this episode that I know that I'm going to have to pretty much watch the whole thing <laughs> and edit it yeah. so that I don't get you fucking cancelled. Me cancelled for doing a Watto impression. For what? Are oh, you going to cancel that as well? No, I'll keep my Watto impression in. That was a that's a highlight.